What's up, everybody? We got Matt Mentley here, season six of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, the It's Always Sunny recap show that nobody asked for. I am cranking through it, and it's been a different guest every single season here. So for this season, season six, ladies and gentlemen, Nate Alexander. Should we use your last name, Nate? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> good, good, I good. think we should use my last name. Great. So how does it feel to be in Scribbling the Podcast with Matt Mentley going over at Sunny Season 6? Uh, it feels really great. I feel like a great, wonderful, beautiful boy ready to do... <laughs> Yeah, I'm just a beautiful boy here. Good. Uh, I'm glad. So what is your experience with the show? I, I ask my guests that first question always. Kind of give give the people a taste. Actually, because I am uh, such a cool person, mm-hmm. um, my parents showed me It's Always Sunny. Oh, wow. I've learned about it from my parents. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did they get you in on the first season, or was it one of those that kind of went for a little while, and they were like, you should check out this Sunny show? Um, it wasn't the first season. Danny DeVito was in it already. Okay. And they're like, this show is ridiculous. <laughs> you need to watch it. And well, that's I great. checked it out. Yeah. So I, I, I have watched this show on an episodic intermittent yeah. basis. Right, right. And so you said you haven't really kept up with it, but you've seen it randomly for however many years it's been on, which is now Apparently 13. since the dawn of time. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that, yeah. This, uh, season six, let me get this up so I make sure that I completely have this. 2010, nine years ago. Nate is burping <laughs> away from the mic. It might have picked it up still. 2010, nine years ago, season six. That's a long time. That is a long time ago. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So let's get into it, folks. Now, in classic uh, form here, I'm just going to do these first two episodes as one episode. The storyline goes through. As I keep saying, if you have any complaints, it's up my rectum, okay? Because I'm the one doing these. And if you want to do a podcast of your own, go right ahead. Well, I will fill out something and <laughs> put it right, stick it right in there. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know where it's going. Okay. And it's not going to be red. Uh, Mac fights gay marriage and Dennis gets divorced. It is one storyline here, but we're going to do it in one episode. So here we go. Let's just start off right off the bat. First episode of the season. I'm always curious of what the gang is going to come up with. Is like, yeah, this is our first idea of the year. So we come in with Mac. He sees the tranny, which I guess you're not supposed to say anymore, but that's kind of what they call Carmen on the show. She has gotten her penis removed. And Nate, she is dating. She is married to or with the Miller High Life guy. (laughs) Rest in peace. R.I.P. Miller High Life guy, right? Maybe too many High Lives, I guess. Do you remember when he was like hot for a second there as a Miller High Life guy? I do. (laughs) And I don't remember him from anything before that. I'm curious if his fame is from Miller High Life commercials. It's got to be 100%. And it's weird, actually, that they... Like, it's always sunny. It's interesting of who they pick to be on guests and stuff like that. And not to say Miller High Life guy didn't do a bad job, but it did... It was... An odd choice. I don't know who else could have done it. It seemed it was a very strange group chemistry between Mac, 
the Miller High Life guy <laughs> and an attractive lady playing a uh, Carmen transgendered person. Carmen is is uh, is her name. So she comes in, uh, or Carmen uh, is now with the Miller High Life guy. This makes Mac very upset, and though they've been toying with it, this is the first time season six we're into it that they are going the Mac is gay route, which we're recording this January 22nd of 2019. We j- the last episode of Sonny that actually aired was like uh, this interpretive dance about his <laughs> gay history. So, I mean, it's insane to think we've come so far from Mac just seeing Carmen and getting mad at the Miller High Life guy to where nine seasons later, where the where the show is now. Uh, I hope this show is called the Miller High Life guy. <laughs> I wish it was, too. <laughs> so, early Mac is gay stuff, which is interesting. So, Dennis and Dee start reminiscing about their own high school loves, okay? So they come around. You know what I'm not going to talk a lot about during this episode? I'm not going to talk a lot about the Charlie and Frank thing. We can we can breeze right right past it. It's fine. It didn't really catch with me. They got gay married. Then they got ungay married. The, the scenes just didn't really land. I, I didn't really get what was going on. They finally have a scene with Carmen where they where where Frank asks which one of us is the woman. And that's about it with that storyline. I did not understand what it was going for. Uh I yeah, I I the storyline, yeah, it's kind of a it's it was kind of reminiscent of that movie where like Adam Sandler marries um Oh, the, the ch- other guy who, one? who both make very mediocre movies religiously. <laughs> oh, yeah. I will. Did say, you watch that? Of course movie? not. Oh, Absolutely okay, good, not. Good, good. That I couldn't think of a more. But I love the scenes where they are arguing in front of people, like they're having a conversation with a third person, but they're really just arguing with each other in front of that person in a ridiculous way. <laughs> well, I'll so, give my only Frank note. Because, yeah, the whole thing, we agree, like, the storyline didn't really hit. Yeah. They're, they're always funny interacting, Charlie and Frank, for sure. But there was one scene Frank was getting so worked up, spit just flies from his <laughs> mouth and he goobers all over his shirt, dude. <laughs> yeah. Now, this is going to be, um, last season we had Betsy Hayes on. Mm-hmm. What a she treat. did not like Frank. As a character. It was, she was like, whenever I'd bring up Frank stuff, she'd be like, ooh, gross Frank, boo-hoo. So I think that might be switched for this season. Oh, I will tell you (laughs) right off the bat, Frank is easily one of my favorite characters. Okay. Not my favorite character. He's so ridiculous. Everything he does is this weird, grotesque thing about a tiny man just kind of bumbling around. His arms and legs barely ever bend. (laughs) It's, it's hilarious to watch do anything. Danny DeVito is a national treasure. I mean, he's a comedic television legend. Agreed. So, I mean, it's it's great to see him still kicking. But, yeah, this one in particular, folks, sorry, it's not going to be heavy on the Frank and Charlie storyline. So, back to Dee and Dennis. They get to meet up with Maureen and Bill Ponderosa. Now, have you seen them in other stuff? Because they come back during the series here. 
This is not the only time we see them. I feel like I've seen Bill Ponderosa in something else. Marine Ponderosa? I'm not sure. Oh, Marine comes back for sure with a vengeance. <laughs> so we get to... First, first Marine Ponderosa uh, <laughs> episode... I get a kick out of Marine Ponderosa. I think she is a fucking weirdo. She's attractive enough where it is like, oh, I can see Dennis going for this, you know. But then when she smiles, of course, the he- tooth is dead. <laughs> Tiff tooth. <laughs> so the get so Dennis and Dee they meet at a subway, which I commented to you when we were watching this. Weird of it's always sunny to go to a subway. I don't feel they go to branded stuff very often. I don't think so. You know, it was very noticeably a subway. Yes. But also not heavily branded in a way that makes me think it was product placement. Because, you know, they're not holding the label out cup or like ordering like, yes, I'll have one $5 foot long. (laughs) You know, they're just in a subway. They were just in a subway and it kind of works with the gang because like these pieces of crap gang, they're not going to, they're not going to meet at somewhere nice. Yeah. They're just going to be like, oh yeah, that subway down Fairmont Street or whatever. Let's just fucking meet there. So they meet Marine. They meet Bill. Bill's married. So Dee just straight up leaves. She just, <laughs> she's just like, I'm out. Which leaves Bill there. And then Dennis is like, yeah, we were going to catch up. You know, basically get out of here, Bill. Bill leaves. Dennis and Marine, they get back together. Anything else about that one? And this, I think, it's funny to notice the uh, de-evolution of Marine. In this scene, she looks pretty much completely normal. Yes. She just looks like a kind of ironic hipster person that's, you know, attractive, wearing a cat shirt. She does not have a job. Let's keep that in mind. Sure. (laughs) I mean, let's keep in mind that this ironic hipster person sitting before you does not have a job. Well, they, exactly. (laughs) Well, they... We we always track this on the podcast. We track how far people go down the hill after they start hanging out with the gang a bunch because everybody's doing it. Uh, cricket, the waitress. Like if you happen to accidentally get into the gang or have them contact you a lot, your life gets worse. Guaranteed. <laughs> Matt goes back to the gym to yell at Miller High Life guy and Carmen uh, the only couple takeaways from that, he does quote a couple Bible quotes, and then the Miller High Life guy comes back like, yeah, well, there's this line about slavery, blah, blah, blah. Something we now know that Christians don't read the Bible. Maybe in 2010, that was a big <laughs> revelation. Uh, I'm pretty sure a lot of Christians are just into it because they think Jesus was a dope magician. And I agree. I think he was a pretty sick magician. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He do- Mac does call Miller High Life guy a soft body. He's like, Carmen, you're a soft body, or you're a hard body. I'm a hard body. What are you doing with this soft body? It's a pretty good... Okay, so I've heard the term soft body and hard bodies thrown around. Mm -hmm. Is it an actual gym turn of phrase, or did this come from Always Sunny? Is this a machism that's become a cultural phenomenon? I don't think that landed enough uh, in the lexicon to really catch fire, I don't think. It's becoming clear as the show goes on that Dennis is... An actual um, sociopath. Yes, that is a popular thing too. And we, we've been dissecting that as well. And yeah, having no feelings. He brings it up multiple times. He is a very creepy man. He is a creepy man. He has sex tapes. He marries Marine Ponderosa pretty much apparently on the spot. 
that was fast. But again, you know, Dennis is having some some issues. He's working through it. He wanted to get married. He wanted to move forward with Maureen Ponderosa. They have a short interaction with Danny DeVito outside of the courthouse where she does say something. And Danny DeVito's like, oh, dead tooth and just points at her. <laughs> Not many quotes in this first episode. We'll have more in the next yeah, one. Yeah, it was funny. The, the, the next one had some good quotes. The, this one had some fun. You know, when I'm thinking about Dennis, he's actually reminds me of an unmotivated uh, Dexter. Mm, there you go. And way funnier. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so one good quote here. As I said, um, uh, Charlie and Frank go to see Carmen in the gym. And for some reason, this comes up at the, at the very end of the scene. He points to Carmen and goes, did they sell your t- dick to China, dude? <laughs> I can tell by your face that they didn't. Okay. All right. Uh, did they sell your chick uh, dick to China, dude? Charlie is what I wrote. Uh, and then really at the end, Dennis. So Dennis kicks out. Mac, I guess I should bring that up. That's a pretty funny moment when they're like, when Mac's like, well, let me get my stuff. Dennis is like, actually, you have nothing. I, I did a quick inventory. Mac's like, that's surprising. And Dennis is like, I also was very surprised by that. So he kicks Matt out, Mac out. Mac is on the street. Let's see here. Um, so he, he spends his first night with Marine, right? The next morning, you can tell he forgot she was there because he's like, leave. He's like getting stuff together. And she's like, oh, hey. And he's like, oh, Marine, Marine, Marine Ponderosa. (laughs) So that's the end of that one. Let's get right into Dennis Gets Divorced because, like I said, we're doing this as a two-parter. I mean, one thing that we... What? Oh, never mind. We're probably good. I'll, you know, keep it keep it firing. We're going to keep it snappy, and I'm going to stick with your schedule. What did you have? What did you have? I have nothing. Uh, I could maybe cut it out. Once again, this is not, boy, this is not I, a finished product. I really don't want to risk uh, having to force you to make some cuts, buddy. Oh, I'm cutting. Dude, I, I got to cut all. I got to cut a bunch of stuff. Oh, great. Well, um, did Matt go and stay with D in this one or the next one? Next That's one, That's the dude. next one. Okay. Yeah. I thought Because we... he just gets kicked out. Uh, he tries to move in with D, but D's fucking this Bill is a, Ponderosa. This is the next one, is it not? The, at the tail end of this one, we find out D is fucking Bill Ponderosa. Yeah, so so Matt goes in to talk to him. He's got beers or something. I don't know. He goes in to, to try and stay with D, and Bill Ponderosa is in the bed. Yeah. That Bill Ponderosa is talked up as a hunk, and uh, something has gone <laughs> wrong. He is not a hard body. No. He is the opposite of that. Indeed. Yeah, he comes up quite a lot, but he is a complete wreck. He also has a family and kids, blah, blah, blah. D is in for some shenanigans in the second episode. So Dennis, first scene, he's trying to sneak out of the bedroom. So he went from like being annoyed to trying to sneak out. He's talking to Maureen Ponderosa, and at the very end... They're like doing this little, oh, I miss you, I miss you. And then the very end, Dennis is like doing the strangling <laughs> motion. He's like, ah! And then that's when we get to uh, Dennis gets divorced. Right. Second episode of this. <laughs> Which we could obviously see coming. So kind of a two-parter. So Dee comes in. She's got a free car from Bill Ponderosa. This bitch 
is I should have kept track of how many cars D has. D has been through like five cars already, dude. And she gets a free one from Bill Ponderosa in this episode. As we mentioned before, the Charlie and Frank thing is still going on. We're just going to ignore that. Yeah, they go they go to the strip club, which doesn't work again. And then Matt and then Charlie and Frank have an argument. But yeah, nothing really lands very well. And and Frank is like has his hoodie over him like an old woman would have like a sweater. <laughs> Do you remember this? And he's like giving Charlie money for the strippers and shit. He gives him one ten dollar bill. Yes, one ten dollar bill. <laughs> So Dee comes back. Bill is just hanging out outside her door, Bill Ponderosa. And he's like, hey, I got kicked out. My wife found out about this. Let me stay with you. Dee's like, I don't want you to stay with me. And Bill's like, I gave you a car, Dee. And Dee goes, you're going to jam the car in my face. That one is definitely up for one of my favorites. Jam the car in my face. That is... The Boys Are Back in Town is being played this is the second of four times on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia that they use the Thin Lizzy song. The boys song. are back in town. It is song. a fucking great song. <laughs> so they barge into the apartment, Dennis's apartment, with Mac. They are wasted. Oh, that's right. This is their, uh, they, this is the bachelor party. This is that the bachelor party. That is why they're in right. the strip club. Maureen comes out. She is very upset. She's like, hey, this is our house, blah, blah, blah. Dennis, like berates her all that kind of shit very mean to her as usual as dennis will want then she starts smacking her chest and matt goes oh that's fear dude that's fear that's marky mark that's marky mark so you're marky mark oh he gets blamed for it i've never seen fear dude but i'm assuming it's a scene from fear where the cops come and the girl beat herself or the guy beat himself i have no idea but we may have to watch that movie. I believe that move, however, has now been popularized by Matthew McConaughey. He's stolen the chest bump. Oh, from what? Uh, that movie with Leonardo DiCaprio where they're rich guys. It has something to do with Wall Leo Street. Di- oh, um, Wolf of Wall Street. The Wolf of Wall Street. I don't remember that. It's like a scene where Matthew McConaughey's sitting at a table just... Doing the chest beating thing. I, don't <laughs> I guess I missed it. So, D goes up to Bill. Kaylin Olsen is a, doing this podcast, actually. I have become even more of a fan of hers re-watching this and talking about it. Because her physical comedy and the way she delivers, like, certain lines are amazing. And so she's talking to Bill about leaving. She's like, Bill, don't take this the wrong way, but get out! You gotta get out of here. Just screams at Bill. Bill's like, all right, I'll go home. She takes him home, but Bill eventually uh, steals the kids and throws them in the car. That's right. They don't. He doesn't even make it into... The, she's dropping him off because she yes. has his car. Yes, correct. And, and he goes in the house and returns with children. Yes, and just throws them in and then they fucking bolt out. So, Uncle Jack is back, dude. What's your opinion on Uncle Jack here? You know, I... here's. Do you remember him? Have you seen him before? I don't remember um, Uncle Jack. Okay. Very creepy character. I definitely want to know what's up with him needing to hide his hands 
off camera. We never it's really such a, get the answer to that, to be honest. It's with. such a strange detail. Uh, well, he molested Charlie. Yes. He is the reason that uh, Charlie wrote Nightman Cometh. Yes. It was like about Uncle Jack. I saw that performed live. Oh, nice. Very nice. It was a treat. So, Uncle Jack is back helping out the gang. I'm putting help, helping in quotes. Because he, he never really helps. But he does have a weird hand thing that he's constantly bringing up. He's, he's like, get a picture for the website. I'll put my hands down under the table. Yes. And then, right. in the last picture, he has somebody put their hands on top of his hands to cover his hands in the photo. Oh, man. Yes. So we'll we'll get to the main lawyer, because that lawyer also shows up all the time as well. And I have The main lawyer. Have, yes, he yeah. is in a bunch of things. Good comedic actor. But he does have a weird uh, hand thing. So Bill comes to the bar with Uncle Jack there, and he's like, oh, my God, the children that, like, we just... <laughs> We just took children from Bill's home and, and brought them here. And I want to get this right. Um, Jack, there's a scene actually where Glenn Howerton is, you can see him laughing in the scene actually. Because uh, Dee says something about the kids and then Uncle Jack asks, have you touched them yet? <laughs> so uh, weird interaction there. We get the whole thing. Everybody blows up outside. Uh, there's another mistress with Bill Ponderosa. That's whose car it is. The wife comes, blah, blah, blah. Dee gets called a whore again, as she has been many times in the episode. And, um, yeah, that's that. And then we get the scene with the lawyer back at Dennis's plays. And then that's when we get... Jack blows the whole thing. Dennis gets nothing. Dennis paying alimony is going to be a main storyline for... Pretty much almost the rest of this <laughs> series. Okay? So he's got to pay a bunch of alimony to this crazy cat woman. I get, yeah, not that many quotes now that we're like... Yeah, it wasn't super heavy quote laden. It was just yeah. more just absurd comedy acting. By the time, By the time we see Maureen Ponderosa in the latter part of this episode, she looks like a crazy person. Oh, you're saying she's even haggard at the end of this. Yes. Oh, she wow. is... And when you first see her, you you just think that she's just a normal, attractive person. And yeah. Then, and then they zoom in on the tooth. And then you're like, alright, that's weird. But, like, it's not really noticeable. And by the time you, like, get to the end of these episodes, yeah. she looks like an absolute... <laughs> she just lays in bed all day. She's always just, like, at home in pajamas with, like... Her cat shirts are getting crazier and crazier. She's kind of a cat. Yeah. She's kind of a cat. She's kind of just a cat. And that comes up as well. She does eventually start turning into a cat. So you're right. This (laughs) is kind of the first indication uh, that it's going. Honestly, again, we have to pick the best quote. Oh, the last thing said in the entire episode, as you were saying... So he had the the lawyer put his hands over Uncle Jack's hands for the website, as Jack says. <laughs> and the last thing is Jack going, we're lawyers. That's the end of the episode, <laughs> for whatever reason. I, I honestly don't know a quote. Did they sell your dick to China, dude? You're going to jam the car in my face. Did anybody touch the kids? Uncle Jack's. Again, out of so context, dark it's tough and, to, uh, it's so dark and weird. 
Oh, there is that scene in the strip club where Dennis is texting with Maureen and, like, getting more and more upset by it. So there is a line uh, a little longer, but I got another text from Maureen. Terrific. This one's just a smiley face. That's nice, huh? How do I respond to that? What is that? What is that? Is it a question? I want to break her thumbs. <laughs> so what do you think, dude? You're here to kind of, like, help me pick one. What would you go with? Dude? Uh, I, I, out of context, the selling your dick to China dude, you know, it doesn't sound as funny, but when they are just screaming inane nonsense at each other in front of, uh, in, in front of her on the treadmill, it is yeah. hilarious. I mean, I, I like D's delivery of jam the car in my face. I don't know. What, what do you think? So you're, you think it's sell your ch- dick to China I'm leaning that way. If not the weird we're lawyers at the end also. The Jack details are so bizarre. They're so... He's such a weird guy. Well... He just walks in, gives... I I forget what the dude offered... What did the lawyer guy offer Uncle Jack for him to just immediately give Marine alimony? Oh, you want to know behind the scenes what happened? He didn't. Doesn't he say <laughs> oh, he, when he walks out? Dennis loses everything except Jack got the apartment. Jack got the and apartment. then, or no, no, no. Uh, Dennis got the apartment. Yeah. for him, or Jack got it for him, but he lost everything else. So yeah, like alimony payments, uh, car, like all of this stuff she got. And Jack's answer to that is like, I just froze up in there. He's good. Like that's <laughs> yeah. his only thing. I don't know. Uncle Jack is so weird. So we got to pick a winner, and it sounds like you're leaning Uncle Jack style. I'm leaning Uncle Jack. It's so weird. He's such a weirdo. Well, it's not going to be Charlie and Frank. We already did that. Carmen, no. Miller High Life guy, no. Mac. It sounds like it's really the Dennis Marine lawyer, or uh, uh, yeah, lawyer Uncle Jack. Those seem to be the tops. Uh, Are we picking our favorite weirdo? Our favorite oh, it's just character? Who, who was the best in the episode? Who was the best yeah. in the episode? Or who stood out? Who's the winner? And like, I'm totally, I'm actually fine with Uncle Jack. I do think he does a great job. This is the first Marine Ponderosa thing. I think she does a fine job, but it doesn't really pop yet. I like when Marine gets weirder as we go along. Mm-hmm. Really, Dennis is just playing off of being mad about being married. Mac is just mad about gay marriage. Let's go, Uncle Jack. We're we, going, Uncle Jack. We've all we've all already gone a little too long, but that's okay, folks. The first two episodes of season six in the books. Nate, how do you feel? I feel stupendous, Matt. I great, great. Um, glad we got to talk this one out. Who do you think? Because I keep track of all this. Who do you think is the leader right now in wins and quotes? And or quotes. From season one to season six? To season five so far. From season one to season five. Mm -hmm. Um, Charlie, he says so much stupid stuff. Okay. For which one? For quotes. If you hadn't just told me that Betsy was out on Frank for the entire (laughs) fifth season, I would assume Frank was the best. Mm. But I I know he has handicapped by not being in season one and Betsy being in open rebellion. Um... (laughs) But for my money, he's the funniest character on that show. Anytime he does anything, I am dying. Uh, what's the What's the season that starts with him walking in in skinny jeans? Oh, that was last season. That's 
How did that not Betsy win Betsy immediately? I have no idea. Uh, Charlie is the winner of both. That like by sense. a landslide. It's it's tough to keep them off the boards. Even with this one, we gave them one of them. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, that's in the books. Up next, we got The Gang Buys a Boat. We'll see you then.